Welcome back, everybody, to a brand new episode. Hall of Gains Hypertrophy. This is Paul. We got Kristoff back. Welcome back. It's official. I know. Finally back. The Rona had me down, but it couldn't hold me down forever. Damn straight. And then prior to that, it was um, you were gone in Michigan, it seemed. And then we also had um, the wedding and all of that. So it's uh, it's been about a month since we've had... <laughs> Just you and I on there, on here, huh? Well, yeah, our uh, first real episode, and I'm not discrediting the other ones, but our first real episode with the two of us, and like you said, probably close to a month. So, mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely. Um, and we got a spicy little topic for everybody today. Um, it's a good one. Be, <laughs> got a lot of friends on both sides of the uh, on both sides of the coin, so I think it's going to be a good one for people to interact with post. Uh, when we ended up posting this thing but uh essentially our topic today is the kind of gym that you go to um we'll touch a little bit more in depth but it's basically commercial versus private but there's also many different layers to that like i technically still go to a commercial gym but i don't consider it in the same category as where i came from so we'll explain what all that means but essentially we're talking gyms today and as most of you guys who have been listening since the beginning of this podcast know, um, I come from Planet Fitness. I no longer, you know, go to Planet Fitness, and I am very glad that I'm out of that atmosphere. But I was a person who went to Planet Fitness, um, and Planet Fitness is like your just the epitome of what you would call a commercial gym. You have a very low membership rate, like in terms of what you have to pay to go in. Uh, You have a pretty wide variety of different machinery that you can use. Um, And generally speaking, you have a pretty average Joe uh, body class that's going into that gym. And so that kind of sums up everything that a commercial gym is looking for. A commercial gym is looking for uh, you to buy membership and stay there for long periods of time, um, not necessarily using your membership, but just engaging in those long-term contracts um, because these commercial gyms have so much space normally and they have to make ends meet for all their employees and whatnot. And so Planet Fitness is like just the absolute, you know, definition of what a commercial gym can be thought of. Um, They do a really good job with their organization like when you walk in you feel like you're at a singular gym because all the machinery all the weights everything's color coordinated uh generally and i continue to say generally because like i came from planet fitness and there's also some absolute hooks that i've seen in planet fitness but generally speaking when you walk into a planet fitness you are or you know general commercial gym for that matter you're gonna see guys who you know are not in the bodybuilding world such as paul um or in the, you know, higher, I guess you could say, I'm not going to say higher class of lifting, but higher strategy of lifting like I am. Um, and you're going to find a lot of people who are there because, you know, their wife said they had to lose 10 pounds before Christmas or something like that. And that is certainly a good environment to get started in. I don't want to discredit the fact that it's a good place to start. But too many people start there and end there. And whether that's ending within 
five, you know, five months after getting their membership and they're just done with the gym or ending 50 years later and they spent their entire career at Planet Fitness. Because I've seen some of those dudes at Planet Fitness who have talked about back in the day when like Planet Fitness first opened in this, excuse me, when that first opened in this area and like that kind of stuff just shocks me and I can't stand it. Um, and so that is what a commercial gym by definition is. Now, earlier I said I still go to a commercial gym. I, and the reason I hesitate so much by before throwing the commercial label on my gym is that it's not at all like a uh, franchise. So, so many people think commercial and they think they think franchise where there's multiple locations all over the place and you can go to one like Planet Fitness with the black card. I could go here where I live in the Fitchburg Leominster area. I could bounce over to Gar- Gardner. I did some Maynard uh, lifts with uh, a buddy of mine. And that is what a lot of people consider commercial. Now, I go to Empire Athletics now, which is just phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal gym. Um, but by definition, they're a commercial gym as well because there's no restriction on who can join. You just have to be able to pay. And Empire is, you know, a little bit more expensive. I think it, if I paid monthly, it's like, I don't know, 10, maybe 15 bucks more than Planet Fitness. But I paid out for the year. So that's, that's a different story. But um, by definition, it is a commercial gym where you know, no restrictions. Like I said, on membership, you have a wide range of different uh, tools and machinery within the gym, just the atmosphere and the environment. That's what really changes when you switch gyms like to a, um, I'm going to say, I'm going to throw a professional gym on for that label. I feel like that kind of summer summarizes it a lot better than looping it in with commercial. Um, and so, the big difference too is that at Planet you don't have um, Planet Fitness, I should say. You don't have a squat rack. You don't have a bench press. You don't have a true deadlift area. And a Smith machine is all good and dandy for someone who's just getting into it. Um, but when you switch to one of these like professional gyms, you find that not only do you have that available to you, but you have people around you that are going to motivate you to use those things. Um, and that's a big, big part of it. The the motivation aspect. But um, it huge change. It's a change that honestly, I think everyone after maybe like a year of going to Planet Venice, a year tops should make the change over. Because if you're training the way you should for your first year, you should be at a point where you're ready for a more professional style gym. Um, and that's what I have within Empire. Um, for anybody listening that has gone to it, you know that Empire is as legit as it comes in the area. I mean, I looked at a whole bunch in the in the Fitchburg Leminster area and Empire just tops the list. They just expanded as well, so there's no lack of space anywhere. Um just a very, very good atmosphere for a continuing weightlifter. Um now I know that we just threw a whole bunch of information at you. So, um, well, you as a listener, but Paul, what was your, uh, what was your, I guess, development into the gyms that you got into? Because obviously you work out at a much different level now. Um, but what was your original kind of pathway through the gyms? So the original start for me was Planet Fitness when I was like 16. I only went really for a couple of weeks and then 
real okay so let me let me backtrack here let me just say the business model for planet fitness is is genius the people who develop planet fitness and the idea of how they make money is genius the idea for those that don't know is they want people to come in sign up for the cheap ten dollars a month plan usually there's no sign up fee or there's some some sort of one dollar sign up fee or some sort of promotion like that there's there's always some sort of promotion going um and then they don't they want you to come for like a week and then stop coming and forget about your membership and never just keep paying it because uh let's say like the planet fitness and gardener for instance pretty busy planet fitness if that planet fitness or really any planet fitness if all of their members came consistently it would be jam-packed with people it's not their business model their business model is for people not to come and essentially that sh- that's kind of the business model for every gym you Unless it's a super expensive gym that knows that everybody who's coming is going to come, um, which is more of a private gym. Um, private gyms, you don't find that often anymore. They used to be a lot more common, but not anymore. But in the case of Planet Fitness in most gyms, the less people come, the less wear and tear on the machines, the more money that they make. Uh, so they don't typically, a gym doesn't actually want their people to come consistently in order to make money. Uh, if it's a good gym and the people who own the gym own it because they love fitness and they love working out and all of that, um, then they're going to actually care if people come. They're going to motivate people to come. But typically with something commercial, for instance, they're in it for the profit. They're in it for the money. You know, I want to own a gym one day and if it gets commercial, great. If not, that's fine too. It's, you know, you can love fitness and still want to make money off your business. That's not a problem. But the problem behind Planet Fitness is the the morality of a lot of the people that kind of go there and support their business practices the the business ethics they're eth- they're ethically sound in a sense but the morality of the what a lot of they do just as an organization isn't 100% in check um but with that being said I started out with Planet Fitness and I fell for that business model you know I went for like a month or something like that and then kind of stopped because I never really knew what I was doing. I didn't have any guidance. I didn't have any motivation. I just kind of went because I felt like I had to. And then I just felt like I didn't have to anymore and just stopped going. Um, and then a few years later, it started, I got into Body Beast, which is the DVD the DVD set or whatever. That kind of gave me a good foundation of just like understanding like what the movements actually do and what the movements are and how to structure a workout because it's actually a lot of like pyramid sets in that workout program, it's actually a really solid program. Um, you know, a lot of the sets are like 16 to 12 reps, like 16, 14, 12, 10. And there's like timed rests of like 30 seconds. It's like, it's actually solid for actual hypertrophy. It's, it's a really good like backbone with scientific backing to it for what you can use in the gym. And then from there, um, I went to, I've gone to Mount Wachusett a couple times, their gym, and never really felt anything for it. And then um, after Body Beast, I was kind of finishing up on the program after like three months or whatever. And I was asking around and a couple of people recommended Vanarchy and Gardner. So that's when I went to Vanarchy for the first time. And I was like, I got to keep coming here. I love it. I absolutely love it here. Um, so then that's when I got into um, more serious lifting and understanding how it works. And then I started with my coach shortly after that. And the rest is history, but Vanarchy was really my stepping stone into something a bit more professional, um, a bit more advanced and 
it's pretty, I mean, Vanarchy is essentially as advanced as it comes. I mean, hole in the wall, you wouldn't even know it's there. If you don't know it's there, it's a brick building with the door like inset about four feet into the actual building. So you can't even see, you'd have to like perfectly be looking at the door when you drive by to see the sign. Um, so you wouldn't know if it's there unless you know it's there. Um, and a lot of the equipment that they have there isn't like being created anymore. A lot of it's been, you know, it's a lot of it's like nineties, two thousands machines that aren't allowed anymore to be created or manufactured. You know, there's different laws and rules that these manufacturing companies have to follow for gym equipment. And some of it's like, you know, people have gotten hurt from different pieces of equipment. So the, you know, government will outlaw that type of equipment and stuff like that is what they have there, which is great. Uh, it's great understanding of the different types of equipment and what, how to utilize it and all of that. So that's where I started. And then, um, I really got into uh, more on the commercial side, moving down here to Charlotte, going to a Gold's Gym down in South Carolina, and then now going to a Gold's Gym in, in Huntersville. Um, but one thing to consider is commercial, in a sense, when you talk to anybody who's relatively intermediate or advanced in, in, in the fitness community, knows that. Commercial is just a general definition of the type of gym it is, whether that like, so like Gold's is a commercial gym, just like Planet Fitness is a commercial gym. But at the same time, a lot of these gyms besides Planet, well, Planet Fitness is a franchise, but a lot of these franchise gyms like Gold's are kind of up to the owner of that franchise, what they put in that gym. So there's no Gold's gym is equivalent. You know, the Gold's gym in South Carolina is completely opposite from the Gold's gym in Huntersville. Uh, they have a lot of the South Carolina one has a lot of life fitness equipment that looks pretty, has like these fake wood paneling on it, looks really nice. And it has like the life fitness equipment that fucking drives me nuts when you're sitting in it or using it, it moves at the same time. So if you sit in it and do those curls, the seat moves at the same time, you're kind of like curling your own weight a little bit. I hate that shit. That shit's so like annoying. The stuff from the stuff from the Robert Frank videos where he's always on the yeah. thing and his whole body's moving. Exactly. That equipment. I know exactly what you're talking about. Um and he's like, if you want to get bitches, you gotta get your chest swole. But yeah, if that you guy. Have a thick mommy <laughs> yeah, thick mommy screaming, you gotta get your your arms swole. Yeah, that guy. So that equipment drives me nuts. Crunch I think those videos are taken out of crunch fitness. Um, crunch is another example of franchises that are all kind of different. I've gone to a couple of crunches and they're all kind of different. Um, empire, um, much like most, uh, singular gyms like Vanarchy was, is very, I like those types of gyms because they don't have really any loyalty towards a specific brand of equipment, which is nice. It's good to have a good mix of different brands because for instance, life fitness doesn't really agree with the anatomy of my body personally, but then like a brand like um, kind of like Prime, Prime or um, Arsenal, Atlantis, those ones agree with me more than something like Life Fitness. Even my body doesn't 100% agree with Hammer Strength. So um, it's nice to see gyms that, gyms that don't have full loyalty. Um, and then at the same time, they have a good su support system. The type of people there, like you, you know, like what it's like to go there. You know, uh, so we went to, Went during when you were down here for our wedding, we went to Fitness Factory. It's the same kind of thing. There's no loyalty to one particular brand, so everything's a little different, which is nice. Uh, and then, but at the same time, when you go to a gym that's more particular like that, it's oftentimes you'll find is more expensive than a commercial gym because the commercial gyms more care about actual member count than they do 
care about actual profit per member in a sense. So because Fitness Factory is not going to attract as many people as a Gold's Gym will, they have to charge more in order to meet their margins. Where Gold's Gym, just by having that logo on their building, is going to have enough members to then charge a decent price. For me, when I went to Elite Fitness in Huntersville, which is a great gym, um, very small, great gym, a lot of different equipment brands and all of that, it's unheard of. They were charging twenty five a month. That's unheard of for an underground gym like that. Um, you know, that's less than goals. That's that's less than half Fitness Factory. Fitness Factory sixty bucks a month. Elite was twenty five. So, um, it's it's unheard of. You kind of see stuff like that. So, it's there's a lot of the we'll we'll get more into the morality of things. But at the end of the day, Planet Fitness is a good starting point. But if you if you're consistent with it and stick with it, then you're gonna grow out of it pretty fast. Uh, simply because they don't have the three key pieces of equipment that are the foundation of pretty much every single movement ever existing, which is squats, deadlift, and bench press. Um, pretty much anything involving your back, your legs, and your chest are essentially branches off of those three tree trunks of exercises um obviously shoulders and arms and stuff like that don't you can't really work on those with those three movements but um those are the three foundational movements that i think that everybody should be able to execute properly with good form so just not them have just them not having that shows that you can grow out of it pretty quick so like Staff was saying, you know, a year in, if you're consistent with it, which most people aren't when it comes to Planet Fitness, Christoph, you're kind of the outlier in this case, because usually people don't stick to Planet Fitness that long. So uh, if you're there for any longer than really six months and you start and you're at during those six months, you're also learning and understanding how things work and understand the human body and all of that, then you'll grow out of it and you need to really start branching out. If it's your only option, then it is what it is. But if there is another option, test it out and see what you think and go from there. But yes, yeah, so that's where I started and that's where I am now ultimately. Yeah. And another thing with the difference in machines, it's not just the difference in like brand and whatnot. It's like, like we were talking about the, the big three with squat deadlift bench. There's other body parts and other movements that you have access to very specific machines that you don't at like a planet fitness, like, uh, I'm a person who trains my glutes. I'm not, I, I know there's the the whole thing. And I know you talked about it in one of the solo episodes where, oh, it's gay to work out glutes as a dude. Like, uh, yes, yeah, your adductors I, and abductors. Yeah. That's what a lot of guys say is gay. <laughs> I don't care. I'll work out all of them. Um, but, uh, I, when I switched over to empire, uh, I, you know, convinced a couple other people to come with me to empire as well. Um, and working out with this one gal, we hit, um, now, of course, I'm blanking on uh, hip thrusts. Um, and she had been so used to doing it on a Smith machine because that's all that was available at the Planet Fitness. So when I, you know, brought her over to where the actual, like, literal hip thrust machine was, she didn't know what it was and was completely mind blown when we actually started hitting it and realized what a different pump you would get. Whereas, doing it with the Smith machine is just a lot more generalized. Um, and it just blew her mind. I mean, it blew my mind too, because I hadn't experienced any of that stuff coming from planet either, but that's the kind of difference in machinery that you get to see when you go to one of these more professional style gyms. 
Um, the one that always gets me is the chest fly machine. Never, not, <laughs> planet, I mean, we have, you know, seeded flies at planet, but one of those, um, you're down on the ground, I, I guess you could call it the incline fly machine, um, where you're sitting way down on the ground um, and you just do a fly. That stuff, I, I mean, I saw it for the first time when I was down south with you. Um, but then Empire has one and we did that at the very end of my last chest workout. And it's just absurd how much of a pump and how much you can, you know, like strain your body on one of those things. Um, and that's one of the big things that you get to have when you switch to one of these gyms. And no, this, this episode is not an advertisement for any of the gyms that Paul and I go to. It's just a general, you know, public service announcement that, you have so much more potential waiting for you at one of these other gyms. Um, I'm I'm a little bit lacking on my name recognition of machines. Uh, I know Paul's able to list off everything that's in his gyms and every gym that he's gone to. Um, but uh, Empire has this one section right when you walk in where it's all like bronzed out machines that look like they belong on like an 80s movie set. <laughs> and it's completely out of place with everything else and they just don't care about the color they don't care how it looks some of them are rusted out and they get the job done and that's the kind of environment that you uh, get to subject yourself to when you go to one of these you know more professional style gyms which i love i I walked in and i saw right away it it was it's the first thing you see and it's the funniest thing (laughs) yeah empire is a good gym um i went there once a couple years ago during a christmas time when I was visiting home. So it was after I moved down here and went there and, um, yeah, that's a solid ass gym. Um, it's pretty for, for a lot of the gyms I go into, it's pretty comparable to a lot of that I've been to. Um, the golds that I go to now is a lot of arsenal equipment. Um, so it's, it's all like black and just like black powder coated. So in that case, you know, it does match pretty well for everything that they have, but they're starting to get more equipment companies like Jim 80 is coming in more, which is Jim 80 is very interesting um, for the pieces that they have so far. They did just recently get a hack squat finally. So I'm so hyped about that. Be able Live to and die squat. by the hack squat. Live oh, and I can't die wait. by it. <laughs> I missed it by a day. They got it in uh, yesterday, Friday. Um, and I did legs on Thursday. So I missed it by a day. But next time I do legs, I'll be hitting that hack squat. Um, but yeah, it's, that's also the other thing too, when you're going from gym to gym is that you're going to be looking for different pieces of equipment. Uh, like they're the whole reason I want to go to fitness factory ultimately is because of the, the, the row machine that we use, the strive one that we used that row machine, the incline bench machine we used, and then also the tricep machine that we use the tricep pushdown machine. Just those three things are the reasons why I want to go there. Um, but it's also hard to justify the $60 a month versus $30 a month at gold. So, um, you know, there's pros and cons. But, yeah, you're going to be looking for different uh, equipment at each gym. For me, it, for me, it depends on what they have at the end of the day. I mean, I went to Elite because they had the atmosphere, the kind of like bodybuilding, hardcore kind of atmosphere to it uh, with a little bit of rust here and there and, um, it was small, tightly packed machine, stuff like that was what I really liked going to there for, but it just got to the point where I was kind of wanting to 
start going back to golds because I had golds and elite. And when I signed up with elite, I went there for a couple months straight, didn't even go to golds. And then I went back to golds and started going back and forth. And as golds keeps getting more equipment, I started going to golds more. And I'm just like, you know what? At this point, I should just cancel elite because I think I'm planning on going to fitness factory soon. And I've been going a lot more golds. And that's what's another thing too to keep in mind, like when you're going to a franchise like Planet Fitness, for instance, they don't really put much money into the equipment or their members in particular. They they get what they need and call it a day. Uh, I have heard that they have to replace the treadmills every like three to five years or some ridiculous interval like that. Like Because the treadmill really should be lasting way longer than that. But I heard Planet Fitness, the corporation requires that their owners replace the treadmills every three to five years because there's that's their main focus is treadmills uh you, there's three thousand treadmills in every single planet of fitness um so i think that's i think they have to do that but at other gyms like golds they it's a good sign to see them put money back into the equipment you know put money into getting more pieces of equipment or swapping out equipment for something that um is better you know if they're getting rid of a piece and putting in something else um, that's also, that's a really good sign to see. Uh, that's part of the reason why, you know, I'm still motivated to keep going to golds is because, um, like they just got this hack squat in. Now I have this, all this new excitement to go to golds where if it's the same thing over and over again, I have to swap at least once a year, different gyms, because I just going to get bored of it. But I am also blessed to be living in a relatively large city that, that can support multiple gym facilities. Um, and I have the ability to pick and choose. I did go to uh, a power lifting, power lifting uh, focus gym, which was Olympus and uh, great people that run it. Um, I think it was like 40, 45 bucks a month. It was pretty expensive for what it was, but it just, the communities don't really mesh well together. Bodybuilding and powerlifting don't really mesh well so they did have like powerlifting or mostly powerlifting equipment but also a solid bodybuilding section but it just didn't really mesh well and it just was for me actually toxic um so i left for that reason i had to leave because of the toxicity uh but thankfully they had a month-to-month plan everything was month-to-month there's no contracts which is great but uh, at the end of the day, you need to do what's right for you. And if something is toxic like that, then get the hell out of there. I mean, no gym is worth your mental health. So um, just get out of there if something is toxic. But um, I mean, even back home in Massachusetts, I've tried every gym out there. I mean, even Fitchburg Strength and Fitness. And that gym is fucking gnarly. Um, they got like this tropical carpet laying out the entire gym. And they're only open 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. every day. It's the wonkiest fucking gym. But um, they had solid equipment there. So, I mean, I've tried a little bit of everything. And you just got to find what's right for you. And for me, it was Vanarchy. Um, for others, it might be um, Muscle Works or whatever it is. And Gardner, others, it's Empire, um, you know, whatever it is. So, for me, it was Vanarchy. But, yeah, it's you got you to gotta know the human body. Know what you're looking for when you go to – if you're going to be picky about a gym ultimately. I think you brought up a really good point. Uh, and it's one that we saw one of our friends do actually. But when you go to a gym that you might be new to, you want to go and just even if you don't work out everything, just go and see everything that's available, especially if it's one that you're considering about going to. Mm -hmm. Um, 
I'm referencing uh, when we were down at uh, Fitness Factory in, in uh, that's Charlotte, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah Charlotte, um, yeah, yeah. And so when we were down in uh, Fitness Factory in Charlotte, you know, between you to Caleb and I, we were, you know, doing our workout like we were, like I was following you guys, but we were kind of driving with what we were doing. We were there working out, we're getting good pump and that's what we were looking for. Um, and while all that was going on, our buddy Hamill just disappears. I mean, gone for what must have been like 10, 15 minutes. Yeah, I don't and, know. Uh, went. <laughs> well, so, well, so that's what the, my point being. He, I mean, he told me afterwards was that he just went and just walked around and explored the whole thing. Yeah. Just walking around, looking at all the different things. And <clears throat> that's the kind of stuff that you should be doing when you are considering and not just when you're considering a new gym, but when you get to go to a new gym. Uh, like for example, when Paul flies up here or when we fly down there, we have the, you know, opportunity to go to a bunch of different gyms with each other and try out different things. Um, and if you have that opportunity, you should do that. Just kind of disappear for a while and go check out everything that's there. Cause if you don't have someone that's going to show you all the cool different parts of that gym, you need to find it for yourself. Um, like I would have never found, uh, I think we did what a decline chest machine absolutely blew my mind. Never would have found it on my own. Um, and it's just, yeah, that was, um, I think it was Atlantis. I think it was an Atlantis, like slight decline press machine at fitness. It was like, it wasn't fully flat bench, but it wasn't fully decline. So I think it was a slight decline. Yeah. But it was enough to be noticeable. Yeah, yeah. I'd have to look to see exactly what equipment it was. I want to say it was Atlantis, uh, but I'm not 100% sure what the machine was called. But yeah, that was a pretty wild machine. Yeah, but that's the kind of stuff that if you don't explore the gym and you just do what you know how to do, you won't, what you want, you won't get the, the crazy pump because, I mean, that was such a wild thing to work out with. But you also won't get to experience just all these wonky little you know workout devices that people have spent years developing and coming up with um so i think that's a huge huge part like when i first went to uh empire to test it out you know i i was coming from pf i knew a lot more than what i'm gonna say i know more than 90 95 of the people in at, at planet fitness just because of how deep into the world i am um, so when I came to empire, I kind of knew a lot of what I was looking at, but there was still a lot that I didn't know what I was looking at. And I was stoked because when there's something that I don't know, that means I have to now learn a new exercise, a new movement. Give It keeps me, if I'm working out by myself, it keeps me motivated to push myself in different ways. Obviously when I work out with other people, there's, you know, the, the drive coming from someone else and you can start to experience different things that way. But when you're by yourself and you just happen upon a new machine, you can kind of like look up what it is on your phone in between sets. You can kind of start to experiment with different things. Uh, like the, the best example I can give is my, uh, my day, my only day mem membership to empire. Uh, my test drive was my leg day. Cause I go hard on my leg day. Like that's my, <laughs> that's my one day that I absolutely demolish. And, um, I was just doing my normal stuff and by the end of the workout, I was looking at all the different things. One, a seated calf raise machine I had never had before. And that 
love it. You can get such a deep and powerful burn and pump through a, a seated calf raise compared to standing with dumbbells. Um, but another one was a uh, vertical, well, I'm going to call it a vertical, but basically an overhead leg press where your back is on the ground and you push upwards towards the sky with the leg yeah. press. Vertical leg press. That, yeah. Okay. I had it right. Cool. Yep. Um, a vertical leg press is wild if you've never used one before. For like, first, just getting into it and like understanding that you're going to lie straight on your back and push upwards. And plate loading that thing is cool because you have at least the one I have has different pegs. So you can choose where the weight is actually being distributed. Um, I know you and I have talked about that when we worked out. Uh, at fitness factory with that um what was you mentioned it already earlier <clears throat> the one with the uh three different pegs for the weights yeah prime uh, it used yeah, to be strive yeah. now it's yeah. prime fitness yeah exactly um basically a machine that allows you to load weight uh on different pegs that will determine at what point in the rep that you feel the weight that mm -hmm. is not you don't get that at planet fitness and <laughs> no god no <laughs> That's, that's an experience I feel like everyone should have. Like, even if you just go once and feel a machine like that, it's wild. Mm -hmm. And yeah. that's stuff that people miss out on. I feel like Planet Fitness inside of their memberships should incorporate a one day pass to some other, <laughs> like, obviously that goes against everything they stand for. They want to hook you forever. But I feel like just morally as a person, you should, if you never change year to year, just one day a year, go to a different gym and experience all these other random things that you otherwise wouldn't get a chance to. I don't know. I feel like that would be a good idea. <laughs> I think it's just fun too. I think it's just enjoyable to go try something different. I, that's why it's hard for me to stick to one gym for so long because I want to try out different things for a period of time and see how it goes. For like, for instance, I mean, when I went to Olympus, that was when, um, due to the plan that i was on at the time i was making the most gains in my life like most amount of gains in my life and i think that was a big reason why i stayed there for as long as i did which was like six months or something which is not long that's like for a gym membership that's not long as at all but um i stayed there for so long because i associated gains with that gym because of the plan that i was on and it wasn't because of the gym that i was making those gains but it was because of what i was taking and eating and all of that but yeah, it's wild to try something different. And when I moved down here, that's what I did. I tried, I, I got a membership at Gold's right off the bat, just so that um, I had a gym to go to uh, consistently. But then shortly after going to Gold's, I was like, man, I was like, I'm, I just don't really like this gym. I'm like, you know, I got one leg press. And um, I mean, I also wasn't very experienced. I didn't start with my coach now until October that year. And a couple months after that, I started at the new Gold's. But at the time, I was like, man, I was like, I just, they don't really have, they only have one leg press option and they don't really got much leg equipment in general. And I feel like a lot of the equipment my body doesn't really agree with. And then um, I went to a Gold's up in Cornelius, which if you're from Charlotte, you'll know which one I'm talking about. The, the, um, the, the Wiley, Lake Wiley, was it Lake Wiley? Lake Norman, Lake Norman, I think it is Lake Norman. Um, Gold's Gym, right in Cornelius. That one is solid. Then they told me to go to the Huntersville Golds. And I was like, all right, bet. So I went like a couple days later to the Huntersville Golds. And I was like, I can't not go here now. And I ended up driving like 35 minutes one way um, just to go there, which for me is just way too far. I mean, that's that's like 
the overall drive has taken over an hour where I'm not even spending that much time at the gym itself. I mean, most of my workouts are under an hour. So um, I'm only about 10 minutes from there now. Part of the reason we live where we live is because of the gym for me and her, my my wife's work at the time was we're both 10 minutes away from both her work and my gym. So that's part of the reason we moved to where we are now. But it's always good to experiment. And, you know, I got to experience Crush It Coliseum, which we'll do, you know, if you guys ever end up down here again, um, we'll go to Crush It. Um, Crush It is very, I don't even know the right word. It's a really good gym. Um, stupid placement, awful placement. They did not place it in a good area, but um, very, very good gym with a lot of Prime and a lot of Atlantis equipment. Um, so I got to try out there and every time I can, that makes sense. I'll drive up there. It's about 45 minutes away. I'll drive up and get get there just like how i think you should check out impact fitness in auburn um if you're massachusetts definitely check out impact fitness go take a day pass or something there it's kind of out of the way it's all the way in auburn near worcester so um takes a while to get there but it's good to have the experience of those different types of gyms versus just sticking to one gym at all times because you don't know what's out there you don't know what your body could truly agree with uh everybody's ergonomics and anatomy is is a little bit different so don't always say what people say is going to be a good gym as, you know, truth. And uh, because you, you never know. Um, but yeah, it's it's fun. It's it's so much fun seeing new equipment. It's so much fun trying something different and just trying it out. And it's so awkward too because you're just like trying to figure it out and don't want to look like an idiot. So like getting into the new equipment and I'm just like, okay, I think this is how this works. And then I'll use it. I'm like, okay, let me move this way. Oh, there it is. Got it. Okay. Now I don't look like an idiot anymore. It's like, like a lot of the leg equipment at fitness factories like that. It's like, what the fuck am I looking at? Like you got to get up well, inside like the, the machine. Uh, that's like the, uh, Christ, I'm going to, at, at Vanarchy, the one time we went way back when, um, in the corner near, I think the women's locker room, I want to say like that one machine where you are pushing against like hydraulic force. Did, do you remember that one? Oh, the squats, the squat machine. It, if that's what it was, but you, there was like no weight. It was just all hydraulic. Yeah. Up against. Yeah. That one is so weird. That one is kind of like, I almost imagine is like a good for rehabilitation yeah. and good for physical therapy because it's all resistance. So you can put resistance bands on there, but there's like a suspension bracket, whatever you want to call it in the middle of it and you can change how much like pressure is required to pull the suspension apart. So it wants to come together, but you fight the resistance of this, of the suspension bracket to lift the weight. It's, I mean, I'd have to do a hundred reps on there now to feel it, but um, I, it was a really good, it's a really good place. Like I asked Van, the owner of the gym, I was like, Hey, I need to get better at form for squats. What's a good way. And he said that that machine is a good way to do it. Because you kind of fight your own body weight, you're squatting your own body weight, and then at the same time you're squatting that suspension and kind of locks you in place, the way that it works. So it was it was a good foundation. Um, but I just yeah, bring it up because of how awkward and like it is first, first time loading into it, especially with your feet like angled back a little or uh, forward. I mean, yeah, yeah, it's like such a weird like you don't know if you're supposed to go front or back into it. Um, it's so weird. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like you could like slowly apply strength to it and it'll slowly open up so it's not even like because like you can't just like 
put a 200, like 200 pounds on a hack squat and all of a sudden press it with your shoulders. But like this squat machine, if you slowly apply pressure, it'll slowly go up. It's the weirdest thing ever. But yeah, that's, that's one machine that's like, what the hell is this? Um, there's, there's so many that are like that out there like that. Um, there's a trap machine at, um, crush Coliseum that I tried figuring out with Chewy and it was like, you have to like tuck your arms into it. And they, they said that they only got it just to say they have it because it's a hard machine to find and it's not a good, the best trap machine ever is not even close, but you like put your hands on top of this pad and there's this other pad that tucks inside your elbow. And then you like shrug that way. You're sitting in a chair with a pad pulling from the inside of your elbow. It's the weirdest machine. We're trying to figure it out. We're like, is this like a curling machine or is it like, like a shoulder machine? So we actually had to ask to figure it out and it was a trap machine. It's for shrugs. So it is kind of fun figuring out these different machines and going, you know, trying to figure it out and understanding how it utilizes whatever muscle group it's attacking. And it's funny seeing like older equipment too, because you, a lot of the newer equipment, which I hate is very focused on like for, okay. So my, I'm so picky with the equipment that I actually prefer different pulley systems within cable machines. So I know which pulley systems I like versus ones I don't like. And the pulley systems I don't like are like double, triple, or quadruple pulley systems, which take more into account the resistance than the actual weight. So nowadays you're starting to see more and more two, three, four pulley system uh, cable machines where back in the day it was like one or two. Like you were literally like there was one wheel and on one end is what you're pulling and on the other end is the weight. Uh, or two pulley system where uh, there's two wheels that, you know, you can pull from, you know, up or down or, you know, when you move it, it you can do both sides at one time. Like you're doing like, let's say like, um, like uh, lateral raises on a machine, you know, that's a double pulley system. So there's a pulley on each side and then pulling in the middle. So that, that way you can attack both sides at the same time, even you, though you're using one cable. So it's weird seeing so many pulley, like at the goals I go to, there's this cable machine that's like, or four pulleys so when i'm doing cross push downs for triceps i can only really do like i think it's like 30 pounds per arm which is almost nothing but because there's so many pulleys it's so heavy and the problem that i don't the the reason i don't like it is because each weight is so much heavier than the previous one because of the resistance so when you're doing something like uh when you're slowly going down in overall volume like let's say you're going like 16 down to 12 reps you know going up one increment for each set you end up lift lifting like double the fucking weight by the time you're at your last set because of how much resistance that the machine adds it's just it's so annoying to me but then you got the single pulley systems where like each increment is only the amount of weight that you're adding so if it's 30 pounds for the first set you put on, you do 40 pounds. It's really only 10 pounds difference. It's not like you're adding 10 pounds and then another 15 pounds of resistance because of the way the machine's built. So, uh, I, I miss the old cable machines. I miss the old style of cable machines. They were just so much better and they're just so much heavy. Like the, it's actual weight. It's not resistance. I just miss actual weight. That's my problem too with the equipment. And a lot of newer gyms don't have equipment that are like, that's like that anymore. You know, Vanarchy is like that. Vanarchy is like you know, it's actual fucking weight. But another thing with like, <clears throat> when you start incorporating uh, more and more wheels into the uh, pulley system, if one of those bastards isn't 
oiled up or like well lubricated yep. you just feel it in the middle of your rep you could be pulling back the weight and then it'll go down super quick come back easy and then all of a sudden the resistance picks back up again and it's just not mm-hmm. consistent and when you do stuff like uh paul and i have talked about in the past like time under tension when you're as you know into the world as Paul and I are and you're count you're quite literally in your head or I mean if you've built an internal rhythm that's good too but if you get to the point where you're actually like timing and like working on the exact amount of time like I'm gonna use rows for example like I you know pull back for three and I'm letting it go over the course of two and if you do that and it starts to get messed up with because of just the wheels not working white right well white (laughs) (laughs) not not working right then it really messes with your um internal clock when it comes to that and your workouts Mm -hmm. um so i agree i like finding older things and that's why you know i've gravitated like i talked about when i went into empire and it's just this Mm -hmm. bronze disgusting colored old stuff and like that that kind of stuff grabbed me um yeah another thing that I really want to focus on it. You, so when I was still at Planet, you Planet, you had uh, mentioned something to me called like I think it they're called like the V bars for uh, pull downs or something like that, and um, uh, maybe that's mm. I don't know what they're called, but they um, oh like neutral grip. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, for like close grip um, pull downs. Yeah, and I, you know, we didn't have that because we had the you know the wide bar for lats. We had handles you could do like one armed if you wanted to and then we had uh more um just the the metal piece i'm blanking on all the names i really should look them up um actually i have it in front of me um but uh let's see yeah like a lat pull down bar um but all these things and i didn't have these very specific um the, the very specific kind of grip piece and empire had it on and on my first back day i think i honestly sat I, between my rows on my pull downs probably spent 20 30 minutes just on those two just spamming the two of them just because i was so like intensely motivated to do that kind of work because i had that one particular kind of um grip mm-hmm. and uh you just don't find that if you don't explore you really don't um and obviously you can't bring your own gear to planet that, that that doesn't fly so going out and finding these different things is huge because you start to unlock different abilities like i know you mentioned going to uh fitness factory just for that row machine like the or not machine the uh plate loaded row um this machine mm-hmm. okay and uh just being able to do that is a whole whole beast within itself if you don't have that at your other um at your other gym so really at the end of the day like we mentioned all the time find what works for you but this is paul and i's you know announcement telling you to get off your ass and go try something that isn't you because you're gonna find what the next version of you is going to like um if you're happy for 50 years at a planet fitness god bless i don't know what to tell you i really don't that's wild that i mean the just being able to bench by itself like that as a guy you should want to ego lift on a bench and you can't post the same kind of like you can't post a video where you're benching on a smith machine and call it 225 like you gotta you gotta go to a real bench 
<laughs> you're, you're like 225 on a Smith is like 150 on a bench. It's not not even close to the same weight. Yeah. Um, just just because you don't have to balance it, and that's half of free weights. Half of free weights is simply balancing it and keeping. For instance, like bench press, keeping each side perfectly parallel, making sure your shoulders are bent in the right angles and stuff like that, where Smith takes away all of that for you. Um, Smith is and, also lighter too. It's it's not as heavy as a metal bar. Yeah, the actual bar typically is less than that. I mean, if a good Smith machine, the best Smith machine I've ever used was at Olympus, and I still miss it to this day. It's straight up and down. There's no angle to it. I don't understand why Smith machines have an angle. I don't understand it. Is it, I mean, I get it's probably to like lift some of the weight off. It's not so heavy because it is at an angle, but straight up and down Smith machine and the actual bar was a 45 pound bar. And what's cool about Smith machines like that, um, Vanarchy has one where it's it's slanted, but you can replace it. You can replace the bar. If the bar goes bad or starts to bend over time or warp or whatever gets used down or you get a new bar, you can just unscrew a latch, pull it out and put in the new bar. Um, and it's a 45 pound bar. So I missed that because you can do like really solid squats on it. You can actually do real Smith machine squats because it's straight up and down. Um, you don't have to worry about the slant. You don't have to compensate for it. You don't have to angle yourself in a weird way to fight the angle of the Smith machine. Um, so that's, what's really cool about a Smith machine like that. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, you gotta, I, I think you should just experiment. I mean, if you're, you can still get a really good workout with just free weights, free weights and a little bit of resistance, stuff like that. Um, but at the end of the day, I mean, if you're getting bored of what you're doing and you're doing the same thing over and over again, I mean, if you're not having fun or enjoying it, then what's the point? Like, why would, I would not, if I didn't love lifting, I wouldn't do any of this shit. Like the, I hate the like food is like i i don't i love to eat so therefore eating chicken and rice and steak and low carb and all of that it sucks i wouldn't do that if it wasn't for lifting i wouldn't compete if it wasn't for lifting or even posing for that matter like if we just stood up on a stage and was like this is how i look then i wouldn't do it you know i mean for me most of it is lifting and posing and that's part of the reason why I love experimenting with new gyms and going to different gyms. Um, but also to kind of branch into the biggest part of the reason I'm so against planet fitness is because they don't support people who are serious about it. They don't support people who want to truly progress in the gym. Um, the judgment free zone. <laughs> yeah. Judgment free zone quoted by the most judgmental gym on the planet, on the face of the fucking planet. I mean, you walk in, you got a stringer on, nope, they'll kick you out. You got a gallon jug of water, they're supposed to kick you out. Like, you make any noise while lifting, supposed to kick you out. Like, this is a, like, I understand that it's not my equipment and I'm paying to use it and stuff like that. It's, you know, the gym owners own it. We're just paying to use it for our workout, stuff like that. But for, they say it's a judgment free zone and every single j- commercial, is the people are like, oh, I'm not comfortable at other gyms. I don't know if you remember these commercials. Um, they're not really around anymore, but they're like, oh, I'm just not comfortable at other gyms. And they'll show like, like, I don't know, like a bodybuilder like posing and like checking out their muscles or whatever, or like a girl, like these girls in the locker room checking themselves out and calling each other hot and shit. And it's like, you're doing exactly what you're saying not to do, which is judging. 
and go to any serious gym, I bet you it's significantly less judgmental than any Planet Fitness ever is. And like, it just, it's very, it's really sad to me because they say, oh, it's a judgmental free zone. We want these types of people in here. Uh, We don't want these types of people in here, but it's like, you're kind of, you're judging it off the bat, obviously, but then you're not helping support your members overall because not at a sing, not at any point have I ever walked into a Planet Fitness and seen the front desk person be like, "Yeah, they know what the hell they're doing in the gym." It's just the not type of people that they attract. It's just how it is, and it's unfortunate. But most of the people that, or most of the knowledge that I get from other people in the gym are from people who are advanced, who might be wearing stringers, carrying a gallon jug, and like I just met this guy the other day doing legs and nicest guy I've ever like not nicest guy I've ever met but such a nice guy I asked him to just drop set me on squats and then all of a sudden he's going off and giving me advice on what app to use to make sure that the bar is going up and down because apparently I didn't know this there's an app that you can get on your phone where you set up to the side of you and it'll actually follow the path of the bar so you can see what your squat looks like because your squat's supposed to be straight up and down with the bar specifically um, so he's like, show me that. And he's talking about shows recently because he was a judge and, um, he's opposing coach and all that. He, he got pro a couple of years ago and went through this injury. Like you, I would never have had that conversation because he was wearing a muscle shirt and those aren't allowed in planet fitness. Um, you know, it's just, it's really unfortunate that the most, some of the nicest people I've met in the gym would not be allowed in planet fitness. The nicest bodybuilder I've ever met is a fucking powerhouse absolutely massive guy the second you talk to him dude's got a smile on his face it's the nicest guy i've ever met like he just his size alone he would not have been allowed in planet fitness if you're a big dude they won't let you in which is really unfortunate um i mean you know it is a franchise you're gonna see some variance between gyms i mean there's there's a lot of platinum fitnesses who were like the people who went there or the people who work there like i've never heard the lunker alarm go off once um, but then there's some who really do enforce the rules and lunk alarm people and kick people out for gallon jugs and stuff like that. And it's just, it's, it's really unfortunate. And they're not, they're not a gym or a fitness center. They're just a corporation or franchise that wants to make money. Um, you know, there's pros and cons to it, but the morality of it is just not there in my opinion. And it's really unfortunate for a lot of the people who do truly want to make gains in the gym and who truly do want to make progress. It's just, it's not the right place. It's just not, and it's unfortunate. The Lemonster location <clears throat> always sets off the lunk alarm, and it's they never kick people out. It's always this one short glassed, short dude with glasses who does it just to be passive aggressive because he clearly doesn't, you know, he's not as dedicated to the gym craft as you know I am or something like that or someone like me. <clears throat> so he'll set it off just when we're doing something like that. But um, your point on the old commercials with uh, the the big bodybuilders or the <clears throat> hot girls posing and hyping uh. each other up. Like when someone isn't comfortable by that, I have to ask them why the hell they're in the gym. Because if you go to the gym and your purpose is to sculpt yourself into a better version of yourself, why the hell would you not want to surround yourself with those people? Why wouldn't you want someone, even if they're in a stringer who's bulging muscles that you didn't even know existed, like go ask him about his muscles. If there's a gal who's, got an absolute dump truck and you're trying to sculpt yourself to have a you know your booty like that why wouldn't you want to surround yourself with people like that 
So yeah. that their their whole judgment free zone makes no sense because you're I mean, granted it plays back into their marketing scheme because they want people to forget about their memberships, but when you don't want to incentivize yourself to become a better version of yourself, you're no longer in the gym for the reason you should be. You're mm -hmm. in there because and it's what I see all the time, like, hey, going to the gym takes a picture, leaves a half hour later. Like or not even doesn't even make it to a half hour. But that's the whole thing. Like people do it just because, oh, I'm gonna go to the gym and they consider Planet Fitness the gym and they do it just for the little bit of clout that they might get. And you're not actually driving yourself to become a bigger, better version of yourself. Like when I went to Empire, for example, um, my friend my friend and I who you know, we me and him are training buddies now, but um, at the time we just went there we were deadlifting, uh, their empire's deadlift area is pretty nice. Um, and we had, I think 305 on either like or 305 total, which, you know, for me is a decent amount on my deadlift. Um, I got to get that number up, but, um, still a decent amount. And this dude next to us is doing like 630, like absolutely mm -hmm. just an unreal amount of weight. And he sets himself up and he's obviously wearing, you know, not a stringer, but I think it was just some muscle cut shirt where you can see a lot of what he's got going on. Um, and he's a very physically intimidating person. And during his rep, he started str struggle. So both me and my buddy started shouting like up, 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 like trying to push him through to help him get that weight up. He gets his rep up, he throws his weight down and immediately just takes off his headphones and goes, Hey guys, my name's this. How are you guys doing? Like, <laughs> like you said, one of the nicest dudes. And he was like, I wasn't going to get that weight up. I appreciate you guys uh, hyping me on. Um, he would later try for, I think, 655 and didn't get that one. But it's just like, he's like, like you were saying, such a nice guy. And like, this guy has become one of my absolute best gym bros from, and not even maybe a month ago when I, when I converted over, um, and that's what that's what Paul and I are saying, like these big mammoth dudes or just people who don't adhere to the judgment free zone of Planet Fitness are the nicest people, the people you're going to learn the most from. Like, it just doesn't make sense to me why you wouldn't want, like, for example, Ronnie Coleman in his prime, all the noises he makes and all the yeah. all the weight he moves, all the, his outfits, he would be, I mean he would get out of his car his he would get out of his Hummer and they would immediately set up the alarm and send him away. Mm -hmm. And you're telling me you wouldn't want to learn from Ronnie Coleman. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> that like that, that's the stuff that blows me, blows my mind with yeah. this whole judgment zone. Like these people that you're driving away that you don't want working out in your establishment are the people that are going to help your, Right, I'm calling them residents because they never leave, but you're residents of Planet Fitness. You're going to help them get their gains by people like that. Like, can you imagine kicking Ronnie Coleman out of a gym? I could never imagine that. Yeah, and there's, I mean, the commercials, first of all, are just so overly exaggerated. There's no one like that in any sort of commercial gym or private gym or anything like that. They're just ridiculous. Um And like one of the most popular commercials from them was the, I pick things up and put them down. And like, that's all he ever said. And it's like, there's no one that's like that. No one is like that. Um, and to be in the bodybuilding world, you actually have typically, as long as you're not 
super blessed with genetics, you typically actually have to be relatively smart to understand, you know, the laws of thermodynamics and how the body works and how, you know, anatomy works and physiology and um, psychology, even at that point, you know, you need to understand a little bit of everything in order to understand how the human body works and what you should be doing. You know, there, there requires a little bit of mental aptitude behind it. But um, I mean, there's a video Brian Shaw did who's um, world's strongest man competitor and has won. He went to power uh, a um, planet fitness and followed all of the rules. He had a small water bottle, didn't make any noise, was just regularly lifting and they kicked him out because a lot of their members were saying that he was intimidating because he's like six, nine, 400 plus pounds. Yeah. yeah. So he's just a big ass dude and they kicked him out because he was intimidating and making people uncomfortable. And it's like, he wasn't actually doing anything actually wrong. It was in, it was on video and they were following all of the rules to see what would actually happen. Um, and I think that's his, uh, the, the videos like maxing out machines at PF. Yeah. I think yeah. does a video like that. I mean, that's like lightweight for him. I mean, those, these oh, yeah. dudes are so unbelievably strong. Like Eddie Hall had that TikTok or something that went viral where he was doing um, one of those pin loaded press machines and he was like talking at the full stack. He was talking while he was pressing it. And then he lifted up one hand and pressed it with one hand. Like the amount of actual strength in these dudes is almost uncomprehensible. Like, I've never seen that in my life. It's absurd. But yeah, it's a good example because even if you are following the rules, they can still tell you to leave, which is unfortunate because at other gyms, it takes a lot for you to be kicked out. Like it takes a serious lot. Like I can understand like the only thing I disagree with at some gyms is no chalk. And it's just because it takes a lot to clean up. Um, But if you can be like clean with your chalk and like just apply just enough to to provide some extra grip on the bar so it's not slipping. That's the only rule I disagree with at a lot of gyms, but like the any other rule it's easy to just follow the or any other gym is just easy to follow the rules. Gold is easy to follow the rules and um most gyms are easy to follow the rules and even if you are following the rules of planet planet fitness it doesn't matter. I mean, I don't think I've ever heard of anyone getting kicked out of any gym I've ever gone to besides planet fitness. So it's just unfortunate that this is what people assume is how gyms should be because it's not at all. It's quite the opposite. It's a good beginner gym just to kind of understand what you're doing in a place that a lot of people like that are together at the same time. But if you can get past intimidation and the insecurities that you feel going into a more professional gym, it's going to be so much better in the long run. Uh, And I'll preach that all day long and I'll preach against Planet Fitness all day long. There's so many better options. Crunch is a better beginner option. Um, any goals is a better beginner option, 24 hour fitness, lifetime fitness, any of those larger commercial gyms are a much better beginner option. And a lot of these gyms nowadays too, even have like a free personal training sessions right off the bat. Like the goals I go to has like a free personal training session for every member. It's like that, like that's a good place to start. They'll show you a general idea of a little bit of everything in a half hour. So you have a, you have a little bit of know-how, um, and but like Planet Fitness doesn't really have that. Did your Planet Fitness even have any personal trainers? Yeah, there was uh, okay. <clears throat> Gardner. I don't think does, but uh, the Lemonster so. one. Yeah, um, there's one dude. He's this one Hispanic dude. He's the only dude that I ever gave respect to in Planet Fitness. He he does their entire thing. Of course, he's working with all the you know average Joes and Joe Schmoes who are never going to you know push themselves in the way they should. Yeah. Um, and he's dealing with those guys, but 
there's I know for a fact there's at least one in the Leminster one. Um, okay, but yeah, I didn't think most of them out, did. Out, outlier in in the Planet Fitness world, I would say. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, I remember my coach went to a Planet Fitness. I don't know if it was like a year ago or something like that. He was in Charlotte. He just went to Planet Fitness in Charlotte. It was like Labor Day. I don't know what the hell it was. It's some sort of holiday where most gyms were closed to non-members for the day, except for Planet Fitness. And I'm like, you having fun at Planet Fitness? He's like, bro, this shit sucks. <laughs> and he's like, you're getting such a shitty workout. And it's like, because they just don't have anything that's like, even like the weight itself, the actual dumbbells. The dumbbells are going to like 75. That's not heavy enough. If I'm doing dumbbells, I'm going over a hundred. Typically, depends on what I'm doing. I mean, especially legs or chest, I'm going past 75. You know, especially like if I'm doing incline chest or like if I'm doing like some sort of deadlift for like hams or glutes or something like that, I'm going way beyond 75. So like that alone, I would be max uh, like plateaued essentially on that weight. I'd have to do five sets of 75 or something like that on, you know, straight like deadlifts for me to really utilize the dumbbells. Like it's, that's the limit their people in that sense too. Um, I mean, the that 24 my, hours, my, uh, my, my calf raises. Yeah. It, the 75s and it just, you can't go anywhere. Yeah. And it's just unfortunate that it's like that. Um, but what's cool is that you can also kind of tell like the type of gym it is. Um, cause you're bringing up, uh, earlier you mentioned, um, you know, keys and how to get into the gyms and stuff like that before we recorded. And, um, what the Vanarchy, my first real gym, when I was going there, the way you, you got in was you had a medical metal physical key that would unlock the lock to the door. <laughs> He'd give you a copy of the key and it says on it, like, do not copy or something. So you couldn't just like go to a locksmith and get it copied. But, um, you could just go up to the door, put the physical key in the lock and then unlock the door, go inside and then lock the door behind you. That's how it was. And the way that van was at the gym was like, I, even, I mean, it was like eight to maybe noon, 8 a.m. to noon. And most of the time he's lifting. Most of that he was lifting or training people. So he wasn't really at the front desk. And then from like four to eight, there was someone sometimes. So it's like outside of those hours, it was, there was no one there. So, um, it's, it was, it was kind of wild to see that, but then you go to like a planet fitness where it's staffed 24 hours. It kind of also says to me, that also says a lot about, um, how much money they're making because it's not viable to make someone be at the front desk for the entire night. I mean, anytime I go to the gym before 6am or after like 10pm, even at golds, which is pretty popular, there's no more than maybe maximum five people in the entire gym when I'm there. Planet Fitness is, I guess, is a different story, but it's like, that also says a lot to me too, because if you can afford constant staff, then it like, that's kind of a red flag to me because this front desk staff is simply for account, typically account issues. You're not like, like almost never am I going up to a front desk staff for anything besides buying a drink or something or like, um, you know, if I need to change something on my account, like the card or something or um, signing up, most of the reason they have those front desk people is for signing up. And it's like, that's that kind of says a lot about uh, how much money they're bringing in that they think that there's a necessity to actually have them there at night, which is wild. Um, and I think, you know, I mean, to each their own, if you think that's a good thing. I, I mean, I just don't, I don't like, 
it's you're uh, it's a business. It's not like you don't. I just don't think you need people there twenty four seven. That's just me. But yeah, it's, it's almost that. counter. It's almost counterintuitive to their exit policy because in order to actually quit the gym and have the billing stop, you have to go in person and file paperwork in person. You can't do it online. You mm-hmm. can't do it over the phone. And it's to have someone there at all times is almost counterintuitive to that particular marketing scheme. Because mm-hmm. if you wanted to hook people and like, let's say, you know, let's say someone works and the only time for them to go and cancel their gym membership is like 8 p.m. around no, let's say 10, maybe 11 p.m. after the kids have gone to bed, they drive over there real quick. If you just didn't have someone at the desk, you'd be golden. Yeah, they, they could never quit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was but, what's hard about Vanarchy, like getting signed up was because you're just trying to find fucking someone to be there. Like for me, it was like, I'm like, I, every time I go, there's, it's locked and there's no one there. I'm like, this is annoying. But I mean, that's, it also like, you, they don't need to live there. You know, like Van doesn't need to be there constantly. Um, the people at like elite was like, or like golds and elite is how I would think that a gym should be run. You know, have someone there kind of early, like 6 a.m. And then the latest somebody should be there is like probably like 8 p.m. Um, that's just my opinion. And then when I go into the gym, like at late at night or something like that, I don't expect a lot of people. And if you treat it, you treat your members like they're adults and they have access to the gym when they need it. And there's a locking mechanism of, of some sort, then I think that's just a, a good thing to have. I think it's just a kind of a green flag to me. Uh, it's kind of weird that I think that way, I guess it's kind of, just like the way that it's, I think it's about weird it. that that adults should be allowed to be adults. <laughs> well, I mean, it's like it's weird to me that it's kind of a red flag that there's somebody at a gym all the time because no other gyms like that. You know, it's kind of like, hmm, interesting. No gym has someone there 24 seven. So why is Planet Fitness like that? It's just kind of weird. Um, most gyms who are worth even going to, um, there's not even really like management. <laughs> there's like uh, like there's people there's like a manager and like an owner and stuff like that but like the like front desk and most of those people aren't management you know like i don't expect a manager to be sitting at the front desk or anything like that um or i expect a manager and owners to be walking around the gym talking to people that's what i imagine so you know just knowing that i don't think i've ever seen a planet fitness owner in a planet fitness is wild to me it's wild but that's just also coming from where i'm where i've experienced as far as gyms go i think empire has arguably the best front setup that i've ever seen and i don't Mm -hmm. know as you said it's been a couple years since you've been there so i don't know it's the same walk-in yeah because there's the cafe and like the little store and that's that's the the actual gym the cafe store is i mean i don't go in the morning because i don't I teach, so no way I'm waking up and going to the gym before I have to be in the building at seven o'clock. Like, no chance of that. Mm-hmm. But uh, <clears throat> it's um, such an ingenious idea. Like, the for those who don't know, at Empire, when you walk in right away, like the first thing you see, like not even the desk for the gym, not even the bathrooms or the locker rooms. It's this just store. It's a <laughs> it's a store, and the, the the door is the exterior door is always unlocked. That's not the one you have to scan into. So you could hypothetically just walk in and go to this cafe, and it's brilliant because they have real roast like real roast coffee that they'll make a brewed cup for you right there. You can buy your protein and your other supplements there if you mm-hmm. want to. You can buy merch there, and it's such an eye grabbing and appealing way to enter a gym 
And of course, you know, they have their hanging plants and whatnot to make give it like that earthy vibe. To the left are like the the full wood coffee tables, like this really awesome environment. And if you just if you weren't even there to go to the gym, you could have a good time because <laughs> they they'll make you shakes and whatnot. And like <clears throat> that store has you know staffed at normal like nine to five hours. Um, I've seen them there later a couple times. Like I think one time at eight I saw them, but they must have been just closing up. But pretty regular hours for them and so if you walk in during that time and there's not someone working the desk it's totally fine because all the people that run the cafe they know the owners by like speed dial basically so they can get someone in the building for you yeah and that is such a good business model because let's say for i went there for the very first time and i'm interested in joining I could wait for someone to open up the gym doors, but there's cameras everywhere and you could run the risk of that person who opened the door getting in trouble. Like it's, it's not worth it for that person. Whereas when you have other businesses that co exist next to your gym and use the same door, Mm -hmm. you're able to access such another avenue of business because you hypothetically empire would never have to staff their desk because you could just run off of the people working the cafe which is a brilliant method because you could save, obviously they don't because they want to have that one person working at the desk and walking around and whatnot, which is good. But hypothetically they could save thousands just by, you know, (laughs) not staffing and just running off of the people of the cafe. And if every gym did that, you're, I mean, equipment fees would probably go up because you'd be getting a lot more equipment because they could, funnel money into that yeah but it would be a business model yeah absolutely Um, yeah and it's 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 cool to see the progression because um a lot of the people that not the owners of empire but the owners of the cafe um alex and brian nice guys really nice guys there's a there's a gal that works there now too i think um i think that's cat that might be cat I'm not sure. I, th- I, th- I forget, but um, Alex and Brian, they were really nice guys that running metal clothing company a long time prior to running that cafe. And then empire started out when I was going to Vanarchy and empire was like, kind of like underground. You either went to empire, you went to Vanarchy. It was like, it was like this weird feud. And if you talk to people who went to both, it was like, it was either they loved one and didn't like the other or vice versa. Um, so it was cool to see the progression because empire started out there and they were slowly gathering material and slowly gathering equipment. And then they went into the new building. That's where they are now. The like factory almost building in the middle of, I don't even know what it is. Lemonster, like the backside of Lemonster. Um, and then, then metal clothing, which had like a little section in NutriShop and like they kind of just did their online thing. Then they opened that store in that building and then ran the cafe and that's when they really took off. Um, So it's kind of cool to see the progression because it really started from the ground up. Like this whole organization really did start from the ground up, which is really nice to see. It's not like they were all of a sudden, because like you only know them now, but I never went to Empire before they went to the factory because the factory building because it just to me it wasn't worth it. They weren't at that level yet. So um, you know, some of these gyms do require some support to get to the level that they need to get to in order to become truly successful. But now that they're at the level that they are, they're the go-to 
gym for pretty much the Gardner to Lemonster area. I mean, if I lived in Gardner still or Templeton, I probably would drive out to Empire. Um, maybe, especially, maybe not. Especially with their with their new section they just opened. Yeah, the last section. You got you got to come check that out when you're up for uh, whenever you're next. But yeah, I'll be up in a few weeks. Crazy. I'll be up in about a month, so I'll check it out in about a month. But um, yeah, it's they like Vanarchy. I mean, I lived literally four minutes from Vanarchy. It was I was just about on the same road as Vanarchy, so that made more sense to go to. But if I lived in Gardner or anything beyond Gardner, I just drive to Empire, um, just because it's just worth the drive. But yeah, Empire never was never huge until just recently. I mean, even just the past couple of years, like when I moved down here. I want to say that that building was pretty fresh when I moved down here. Um, they weren't that big back then. And then I went there in December and at the time it was pretty good. Um, from what I can remember, it was a pretty solid gym. It wasn't like um, mind blowing. Like there wasn't any equipment there that I hadn't seen before. Um, but I mean, I've heard now with the new leg section, I think it's a leg section. That's also kind of like CrossFit ish. That's the I new think. section that just opened. Yeah, it's 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 tiered towards legs, but they've got a whole bunch of other stuff. Like they also put in a brand new boxing section, which I'm going to be checking out pretty soon. Uh-huh. Um, there's a lot of versatility to it, but in essence, there's just so many squat racks there. Yeah, I wish. And it's all, it's all rogue plates too. So it's the, uh, the stuff you can make cool videos with because rogue plates, in my opinion, just look the best from the side angle. Um, so, what they're... Are they the like colored plates? Like what makes yep. them look what look good? Yeah, the, the it's, colored. It's, it's the colored ones. Okay, uh, so the it's like, red forty fives or whatever. But yeah, yeah, red is associated with the forty five. Green is thirty five. Yeah. Or no, green is ten. Blue is thirty five. Yellow is twenty five. Green is ten. You typically don't see a five pound plate that's that size. But um, yeah, when. Back in the day, I wish I wish I can go back in time because when I was a kid, I was doing boxing for a little while and I was like, I don't know, 11, 12, 2010. And I remember walking, you had to walk through kind of like this bodybuilding gym to get into the boxing ring. And I would spend, I would drop some serious money to go back in time and try out that gym. Because looking back from what I can remember, it was like the backside of kind of where the Gardner Library is, the building's not even there anymore. The, the building was knocked down. But it was near the library, right next to the library. You could throw a rock from the Gardner Library and hit it. And, it, oh, man, it was just like you walked in and the, the, the flooring under you creaked. The wood creaked as you <laughs> walked. And, like, the steps going up into the actual facility, it was on the second floor. And the steps going up to it were, like, um, each step was a different length. Like, that's how old this fucking building was. And I would just kill to go back and try it again because that was, like, you can't get that atmosphere anymore. That type of atmosphere is just long gone. And, you know, it's like, that's why if I ever go to Texas for anything, um, I want to drive out to um, where Ronnie went, which was, uh, oh my God, why, did, uh, why am I drawing a blank? Um, going to the Ronnie gym, Ronnie Coleman gym. Yeah. You look it up, Ronnie Coleman. It's it's the Yeah Buddy gym. Yeah, what what gym? Metro, Metroflex, Metroflex. That's what it was called. So Metroflex, it's one of those gyms that's just like doesn't even have AC running in in uh, Texas and just rusted out metal. Just like you hear clanging and banging of everything, and it's just uh, 
that I just miss those types of gyms. I mean, Van Arkey was like that, but then because of um, the CDC, they kind of had to get to um, a much more health standard, a much higher health standard. Um, not that they were unhealthy before, but like they didn't care about spraying down equipment. They didn't care if people lifted without their shirts on and stuff like that. But like because of COVID and the CDC and all of that, they really had to start following these rules and it just kind of stayed that way, which is kind of unfortunate because they were that type of gym. You walked in, it was stuffy. There was no AC. You're drenched in sweat when it was hot and you could take off your shirt and lift. And um, during the winter, there's not really much heat. There's like space heaters and that's about it. And you'd have to like lift with a sweatshirt and sweatpants just to stay, stay warm. And like half the time you wouldn't even, I want to wear gloves just because the metal was so cold when I'm lifting. Um, you know, that, that's the type of gym I kind of miss cause you don't see those gyms anymore and it's just really unfortunate, but we did get to see a t- taste of that with, um, fitness factory. It's kind of like that. Cause during the summer, they don't really run the AC. They just open up all the garage gym doors that's around the facility. Um, so it's nice. That's that actually the point I was going to make about switching to a, uh, gym that's almost in a warehouse type thing. You get the garage door effect. Yeah. Which is, which it, is also a great lighting effect in itself. Yeah, it's great lighting and um, it's the the air rushing in is really nice. So, yeah, I just miss those types of gyms and you just don't, we don't get that anymore. And it's kind of sad, you know, the old bodybuilding. I, when I, when mm-hmm. I first went to my first night at Empire after I had joined, not my test night, but like my first night after I joined, there was yeah. practically nobody in there besides my training partner and I. And, uh, we were both, you know, feeling it because we had both switched to a new gym and it was um, just a really cool experience because we both were ego lifting at one point. We just both took our shirts off. Obviously, I <laughs> I texted with one of the owners afterwards. And he was like, yeah, don't do that shit anymore. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> it was just such a, you know, I, I had always wanted that experience, being able to work out in front of a mirror. Like, let's say I'm doing some kind of chest like uh if it was you know Mm -hmm. an incline press or something like that and being able to watch my muscles without a shirt on while i'm doing the movement that is such an exhilarating experience because not only do you learn more about your body and your muscles when you're able to do that but you're it just is such a cool thing like i got such a release from that because i was able to see because for me my chest is one area that i find that i lack in and um being able to see the the muscles move and just actually fully understand what's going on. That was such a cool experience. Mm-hmm. So you're right. Me not being able to go to that is it sucks. Um, but I understand why, but it, it, it was certainly a really awesome experience. And I, I recommend everyone try it, go, <laughs> go super late at night and uh, just text apol- your apologies to the owner afterwards. <laughs> but, it's better uh, to ask for forgiveness than for permission. <laughs> yeah (laughs) yeah there was there was one time when i went to olympus because olympus is kind of ish kind of at that level but it was just too toxic for me to really enjoy it the way that i wanted to but there was a day where it was a it was kind of like um like a like a heat wave kind of it was just dumb hot here and uh it was was it last year might have been last year maybe like it's it's, it's south carolina you guys get it all the time (laughs) yeah it's hot it's hot but last year maybe june um and they didn't have any power in the facility where typically they would have ac but they didn't have any power so i just went in 
and just took off my shirt and was just drenched in sweat because of how hot it was in there. And like some of those workouts are just the best workouts you'll ever get. And uh, I just miss gyms that are like that. Um, you know, I don't need to take off my shirt, you know, if, especially if I'm bulking or have an excess of fat. Like right now, I'm tr- trying to trim down the fat that I gained from the honeymoon and wedding and all of that. But um, so like right now, I wouldn't take off my shirt, but it is fun to do that every once in a while, especially once you have like visible abs and all that and like like the way you look in the mirror for the first time it's like this is the best workout ever because you actually get to see the progress we made in the pump forming and all of that which is fun but yeah it's you don't get stuff like that at planet fitness you don't get to like even make any noise or really enjoy your workout i mean i really would wonder <laughs> what would happen if i went to planet fitness i don't think i get kicked out but i definitely would not fit in that's for sure well i think you and i had texted uh I don't know, maybe a year ago, and you were like, it's my dream to just walk into the place and have the alarm go off as I walk through <laughs> yeah. the front door. <laughs> my goals have been made if they, they they kick me out before I even get in there. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a good day. I think um, something that I also want to kind of touch upon. So obviously, I talked about my personal journey switching from Planet Fitness, and we've talked about a couple of these other name gyms, but... The, the biggest name gym that we've dropped today is Gold's Gym, and that's for the bodybuilding aspect. And obviously, like, if you ever watch, like, old school videos of, like, Arnold working out, most of his stringers were, like, Gold's Gym stringers and things like that. Um, so, Paul, I'm, I'm going to put you on the spot a little bit here, but if you want to kind of break down from your own personal experience, too, but why Gold's is kind of, like... Obviously, it's going to sound super fucking corny for me to call it the gold standard, but why golds is kind of like the metric for the big name gym and why like when you make that jump, if you go through a golds, you feel like you're doing it right. Yeah. So that all happened actually because of Arnold. It's essentially because of Arnold. It all started in the Venice Beach golds, which is the first one. Um, Miami workout beach. Well, it's Venice, California. Um, just south of Sorry, Santa why, why Monica, was I Miami. I don't know, but you're thinking of probably um, uh, the the beach. I'm, I'm. A, it's. I bet you it's. Oh, it's Muscle Beach. My, yeah, yeah, Muscle yeah, Beach. There's, there's also a gym called Muscle yeah. Beach Gym in Venice, which is the outdoor gym. Um, it's entirely outdoors. But Venice, California, Gold's Gym is where a lot of those guys were lifting. Um, Arnold Schwarzenegger, uh, Lou Ferrigno. Uh, Frank Zane, I believe it was, there was tons of guys who were lifting at that Venice gym. Um, so that's kind of where gold started and where the standard became that like golds was like the best gym around was because it's considered the Mecca. Um, but then another bit of history was powerhouse gym built by Bev Francis in, I think it's Brooklyn, New York. That became like the East Coast Mecca. So you got the West Coast Mecca, which is Gold's in Venice. And then you got the East Coast Mecca, which is Powerhouse in, in Brooklyn, which I would love to go to. Um, it looks like so much fun. But um, yeah, so it started with that Gold's Gym in Venice. And then they started licensing the franchise rights out to different gyms. And so now they're just a big franchise that you know are kind of everywhere in most places that you can go um, that's relatively popular, uh, will have a gold's gym nearby, which is nice because with the gold's gym membership, you get 
essentially like this thing called a passport. I think it gives you 14 days at other gold's gyms in the country um, total each year or something like that, or 10 days or something along those lines. So when I went out to Destin last year, stayed there for a week, um, I was able to go to the gold's gym there uh, for free essentially. So there's, you know, and that gold's gym is so unbelievably different from the gold gym I go to now. Um, but yeah, so that's where that all started was Arnold and, you know, those guys were lifting four or five hours a day and then they'd go and run along the beach for their cardio and then go have like steak and stuff like that for like their, they'll go out to dinner for their post-workout meal and stuff. But that's where it all started. And Arnold's really who, the one who like brought bodybuilding to the forefront of society, like as far as like popularity goes before before Arnold, it really wasn't that popular. And then Arnold kind of made it popular because of his like um, TV appearances and stuff like that. And then he got into movies and his governorship. And so that's where like bodybuilding really took off. Uh, and then the nineties got huge and two thousands got huge. And now it's bigger than ever because of social media, but that's why golds is known as the, um, you know, Mecca of bodybuilding is because of Arnold because of that gold's venice location and i think one of the one of the funniest videos well i mean for me seeing bodybuilders run is always just comedy to me because you know to see <laughs> the size of these guys and their muscles bouncing around but um <laughs> yeah watching bodybuilder do anything athletic is fucking hilarious <laughs> I watched a video of Seabum dunking a basketball and it just, it seems so out of place because he's so wide mm -hmm. and he's, he's so built. But um, watching those old school videos from the seventies and eighties of Arnold running in the streets of Venice, I, I, I want to say it, this must've been like a post show or post workout thing because there was, there's one video I can think of where there's just hundreds of bodybuilders just running through the streets of Venice. Yeah. And it's such a goofy thing because they're in their, you know, their 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 show speedos and then just wearing sneakers and running around. Yeah, it's and there's I did see that video. Like that was pretty seeing, funny. Like, On buses like, and shit. Control. Yeah, yeah. I've seen that. I don't know what the hell that was. That was pretty recent. It wasn't like that long ago that, that was recorded. I don't know what the hell it was though. But yeah, that's how it was. I mean, watching any bodybuilder do anything athletic is just funny because they just look like a bigger version of whatever it's supposed to be. Like, there's a there's a photo of John Cena riding a bicycle, and it's like just looks wonky. It just doesn't look the way it's supposed to look, which is funny. Um, but like Kevin Hart had a whole skit about that. He's like, "Why would you be like enormous at the gym just to go work at a T-Mobile? Like, what do you get? like, dude? You won. Like, why are you still here? Like, you're bigger than everybody else. You won. That's it. You're done." <laughs> yeah, it's the same kind of point. It's just it's just funny to see that, but um, competing is uh, the reason we all get to that point. Yeah, and uh, you don't see. I'm gonna put this at at most the one percentile of people at a PF who could take that to that level, like because you just don't have the ability to. And again, we're just, I'm just shifting back to how much we hate this place, but you don't get the same level of gains that you would if you were to like us, like we talked about, go to any of these other type of gyms. I um, mean, the I was going to say, I do see people who compete lifting at planet fitness, not regularly. Um, they'll, they'll lift there out of convenience or like, if that's the only thing open or whatever, they'll do that. So it's not unheard of, but typically yeah, well, you, uh, you, you mentioned your, your, uh, 
your trainer did that. Yeah, but I mean, I've seen like guys' Instagram and stuff like that where like quite a few of their photos on their Instagram for posts are from Planet Fitness, but you don't typically see like, um, you don't typically see the average bodybuilder or like the average competitor going to Planet Fitness consistently. And I think a lot of that comes down to like, um, convenience if it's closer and they just needed to go do cardio or something, something like that, or like tanning beds. Like it's, it's a pretty good, a lot of the gyms are pretty good deal for like tanning beds, massage rooms, and then to do your cardio to like start your day to like get all that out and then start your day. It's a pretty good deal. So I think that's a lot of the motivation for these different gyms. Um, very few commercial gyms will have those available. Uh, there's a gym near here that's called the office gym that has a sauna. Saunas are huge too. If you don't, a lot of gyms don't have saunas. Um, most, a lot of gyms used to have saunas, but they don't anymore. Um, they have saunas and then they also have tanning beds as part of their membership. Like it's, you have to pay a little, like $5 extra per month for each one or something, but it's like, that's a huge incentive for going there. Like I want to go there for that reason, but they're almost 40 minutes away. And it's like, I just can't. It's 40 minutes of highway. So like doing the math, it's like 40, it's almost 40 miles uh, one way, which with gas, I mean, you're spe- right now, that's like six, seven bucks a day. And if I went there six times a week, like I normally do, I'm paying a couple hundred dollars a month in gas just to go there. So it's not <laughs> worth it. can't but, relate. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's just, you know, that could be a motivation, but it, it does happen. We do see it. I did. I did want to mention that. Yeah, so I, I guess I'm not entirely uh, accurate with that, but um, certainly you're gonna reach new levels going to one of these gyms, um, and just <laughs> I'm gonna keep doubling down on all the cool different machinery you you'll find. Like if you think it takes a while to find and use all the things that a Planet Fitness, going to one or two of these, you know higher scale gyms that we've talked about, you'll spend years in there and still just get baffled. Cause most of these gyms also do a really good job of uh, bringing in new stuff. I know mm-hmm. we haven't talked a ton about that yet, but a lot of the gyms that we go to between Paul and I, like it's well more Paul, but they bring in new, new equipment, new machinery, new mm-hmm. kinds of weights. And that is huge because for a gym goer, we fall into routines very, very frequently. It's like, it's just a trait of ours. Most of us, I will say that we fall into a routine and we get comfortable with it. And, you know, if you're getting gains, that's one thing, but if you're not, you, you fall into a routine and that's not great. But when you go to a gym that prioritizes, you know, bringing in new things for its members, that's huge. Because mm-hmm. not only do you find new things to work out with, you feel like a member of that gym. Because for me, I went to this PF for, I mean, I bounced between three different locations for north of a year. And there was just never anything new. Like I knew exactly what I was doing. I knew where I could almost do it like blindfolded walking in. Mm-hmm. And that comfortability is nice. And like a, on a day where I really just want to go in and get my work done. But on a day where I have time to kind of experiment and try some new exercises, like having new equipment and not being able to walk in blindfolded and know where everything is like that, that is an experience that's awesome. So like I talked about here at Empire, how we just had a, and I mean, just now, like a week ago, 
last Friday, we had a whole new section open up and, you know, because of my COVID, I haven't been able to go yet, but, um, being able to have stuff like that is huge when it comes to, uh, going to a gym because you get, like I said, you feel like a member, but you, you get a better experience when it comes to, um, what you're working out. Like with this new section at empire, for example, we have literally what we, I don't know who organized it. It's not one of the owners, but it's a social squat night where, uh, hmm. it's the 17th of November you, everyone's just going between the hours of three to five and you just go and socialize while squatting because hmm. it's a leg leg um you know it's a specialized leg area you can do other things there but it's specific to legs because there's just so many squat racks there and it's literally just a squat social i've <laughs> like i've never been to a gym that i've seen that before and then a bunch of people are going to like a brewery afterwards and it's just a social event where you can meet other like-minded people yeah and that's just an awesome awesome experience yeah they have the um car show there too the cars and coffee yeah, thing or whatever. Oh, yeah which is kind of i've never been to one of those but i was looking at pictures of them today and i mean the two owners have their their um i want to say their lambos like absolutely nice cars but the car show is crazy. Like it's right next to the gym. The gym doors are open. You can see people getting a pump on in the background. And then there's just these multi, like multi hundred thousand dollar cars just pulled up and just people just chilling. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. I've seen, I've seen photos of it. It looks pretty fun. Um, get you a gym that does something like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, the, um, the elite fitness that I used to go to, they would have occasionally get in, um, like this, body fat scanning bus every once in a while it's like this truck and like you can get like your blood glucose measured your your like hormones measured and then like your your like body composition measured um through in body analysis which is like this machine that you stand in and it's like 45 bucks which is like kind of cool because nobody else really offers something like that um but yeah, they, uh, it's kind of fun to have events like that. And it's cause it's, it's it is a lifestyle and you're going to have, it's, there's a social aspect to the gym as well. And I feel like a gym like planet fitness, because it's like people who they entice people who are intimidated by others, you're going to get less social people because of that. You know, if you're not, it's like unfortunate to say, that a lot of the people who do go to Planet Fitness go there because of insecurities that they have and they want to work on, which I'm in full support of, but it's they're not going to other gyms because of those insecurities. So they're not going to have social people typically that will go up to anybody and say, Hey, how do you do this? How do you like why are you doing this? Like, how do you look like this? Like, what is it that you're doing? Stuff like that. Where at a gym like Empire, it's a lot more social people. So you're going to have an event like that that actually truly works because you're going to have more confident people, people who fit in better together, like-minded lifestyle people. So it's it's a good atmosphere to be a part of, and it pulls a lot of people out of their shells if they do finally make the leap to a new gym like that. If I ever tried to organize a squat social at Planet Fitness. You can't even do it. There's no squat racks. First, first off, you can't do it because you have to do it on a Smith machine. Uh, secondly, the Smith machines would all be taken because those are the first things to go. Right. Like, it, ju it just wouldn't work. And not just for the equipment purposes too, but I would not want to socialize while squatting with the people at Planet Fitness. I would not want to. Which is unfortunate. <laughs> yeah. 
This is a testament but, um, to how they run their business. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you're right about the environment part too, because when you go to a gym like, you know, I go to Empire, Paul goes to Gold and some of those other ones in the Charlotte area, like when you go to these higher scale gyms, you can interact with people so much easier. Like, for example, people don't ego lift as much i feel like at and like for me at empire people aren't ego lifting as much because they don't have anything to prove because i mean the biggest guy in that pond is huge and we are never going to get to that size like me personally i'm never going to get to that size so i don't have to worry about ego lifting because he's got me beat by miles mm-hmm. but uh i for example there is a guy uh doing a shoulder press next to me um the other day well i say the other day it was a couple weeks ago because you know the rona but um he was doing his shoulder press next to me and he was doing 40s which you know 40s for me isn't even that much weight for my shoulder press and this guy was bigger than me so i know it wasn't a lot of weight for him but i could it was either the end of his workout or it was like a superset of some kind and he was really like struggling to get the 40s up and down and so I said, like, I was like motivating him. I was like, come on, get those up. Like, you can do this. You got another. Let's go. Let's go. And he had absolutely no problem shaking and showing himself being vulnerable, holding 40s, doing a shoulder press, which if I was at Planet Fitness, like you all oh, what you only have people that are doing their max weight on whatever exercise <laughs> they're doing and they're doing it for like one or two reps and they're not doing their you know, rep out like, like a burnout set or something like that. They're, they're not doing those kind of sets. And obviously, you know, that's, we we can talk about what those sets have in coordination with hypertrophy. But uh, when it comes to being that kind of vulnerable around other dudes that are big and, you know, know what they're doing, it takes a lot of guts and this guy was like no shame like just struggling along and i helped him get him up for a couple of them and it was such an awesome experience because afterwards he was like yeah man i you know i was just doing my thing i i know it's not a ton of weight but it's a re- it's a set that i really need to be doing and uh i appreciate you not being like an asshole about it and i was mm-hmm. like yeah man for sure and you just don't get that kind of experience at a, a you know, a full blown commercial gym such as planet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's, I was thinking about like what, how I would get down to forties. Cause my shoulder press, like my warm up is usually like sixties. Um, so I'm like 40, so, hmm. but my guess is he probably did a drop set. Cause if I'm doing a drop set on pretty much anything, usually I cut the top set weight in half. Um, so going from like, say, let's say I'm doing shoulder press for eighties, I'd cut it down to 40 for my drop set. Um, so that's, that's my guess. I, but then again, I was not there, so I have no idea, but that's a, that's a good, that's a good story, at least in regards to, you know, the type of people you experience and the atmosphere and all of that. That's for sure. Yeah. And you also mentioned confidence. Um, mm-hmm. the, a lot of confident motherfuckers at, at empire or, you know, as you scale your way up through higher and higher tier gyms and, that's a good thing. I don't want people to think that being around confident gym people is a bad thing. Yes, there's the stereotypical, you know, people who can't fit through the door and they make it well known that they can't fit through the door. But 
being around confident people is such a benefit to your own confidence because I mean, it's quite literally osmosis when you're around someone else who, you know, reeks of confidence, you will pick up confidence. And that's something that I feel like people should be striving to attain when they go to a gym. Yes. You want to sculpt yourself into a better version of yourself, but you're building mental aspects, emotional aspects as well. And you should want to try and get a better level of confidence. And it takes a lot to walk into a gym like that. And it takes a lot to talk to someone in a gym like that. But Mm -hmm. by you subjecting yourself to do that, you bit by bit, slowly by slowly begin to, you know, build your own confidence levels. And no one get me started about talking to the gals in a gym like that, because the gals are next level when it comes to looks and they've all sculpted themselves to be you know behemoths of the booty and to be able to talk to someone like that you need to just you gotta be so sure of yourself and that's something that people should strive towards obviously you can go over the top and that's when you start to become a dick or a fuckboy or something like that and that's not great but just being able to build your confidence levels in whatever way possible in a big gym like that is something that i think everybody should try and uh try and incorporate a little bit i don't know if you see the same way but i think confidence is a part of the gym yeah well you you typically gather it from the gym you you get more confidence there's also um a fine line between confidence and cocky so you know don't surround yourself with cocky people but it's you know talk to anybody who's made a lot of money in life surrounding themselves with people who make more money than them help them make more money um so it's it's the same kind of idea, you know. You you got to surround yourself with the type of people that you want to be like. Um, so for me, when I'm in the gym or you know just trying to strive for a specific look phys- physically, I try to surround myself with people who look better than me or people who are already at the place that I want to be at because it'll help me get to that point. Or people who are simply past that point. Uh, if people who are past that point much further past that point, I like to surround myself with those types of people as well. Um, and then like overall my friends too, like you're part of the friend group. Like I surround myself with people who I think are better people than me, you know, nicer or whatever it is, you know, the, the circle to me is different aspects of those people I strive to be like. So it's better to have people like that around you. And confidence is one of those things that if you don't have it, surround yourself with confident people, because if you're not confident and you just surround yourself with people who are self-conscious, then it's only going to pull you down too. So surround yourself with more confident people um, can go a long way. And it's a good first step is going to you know, if you're not going to a gym that supports that, then go to a gym that supports that and see how you feel talk to a couple of people, um, branch out, try new things. Um, and even like if there's like some sort of expo going on near you or, uh, something like that, then go do that. Um, I would love to go to the LA fit expo. I can't wait to go to that. Um, but I mean, obviously that's not super viable for a lot of people, but, um, going to bodybuilding shows is another example of that. Um, sometimes bigger bodybuilding shows, depending on where you live, um, will prove to, teach you a lot you know the types of people who are on stage and you'll see 
the different posing and in what people look for and the atmosphere is usually very positive and very exciting like people are dancing going out onto the stage and stuff like that so that's also a good avenue as well if you wanted to get into that world i mean if you're not looking at bodybuilding by any sort then don't i mean you don't really got to bother with it but i mean it's cool to see you know the occasional regional show or national show if you get the chance to go as well well i think you brought up a really good point and that you can look for interests outside of strictly working out within a gym. So obviously, you know, bodybuilding and shows, that's very, very much incorporated within the gym. But, <clears throat> excuse me, um, just that mental aspect of going in to talk, uh, well, not going in to talk, but being open to conversation and um, engaging within uh, conversation that, expands outside of the gym is a part that you will find far easier to do within a gym that is higher tiered like for example i i i teach in my you know professional life like that's what i do to make money and i've talked about it before at planet fitness with some of the people around me just because you know just making conversation while i'm lifting maybe i was alone and i wanted to talk to someone etc etc and like it's almost like you're casting a line upon deaf ears like they they nod along they'll they'll make their you know a little bit of an acknowledgement but they're not actually engaging with it whereas when i open up at empire i got people asking me like if what like what the process is for their kids to get in like it's almost like networking mm -hmm. and that is huge like obviously um <laughs> networking in itself like if you are in a marketing field you're going to find success inside of one of these bigger gyms because the people there, generally speaking, are well-established. They're mature people and they're well-established like individually, whether that's financially or like emotionally. And you're able to, you know, I'm not going to say capitalize because that's a terrible way of looking at it, but you're able to build connections in that sense. Um, and I think that's a huge part of the gym that, a lot of people think is reserved for like the golf course because like you think of the golf course as like your cliched like business meeting place when it's not in the office like you go there like or when I, betting that's a big one for thinking about a golf course but if you open up that mindset to the gym and allow yourself to talk to others in the gym that could be of similar, you know, build as you, or if you're just talking to random people, you'll find a lot of different opportunities there. Um, mm -hmm. Like, well, I keep bringing up empire, but if I were to talk to, you know, there's the small handful of guys that partake in that car show. And let's say I wanted to get into car sales, which was something that I was seriously considering. Like I have a Avenue for that exact industry. Like, you have all these opportunities in front of you as long as you're willing to take that first step and make conversation. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, it's a good point. I mean, um, it's, it's kind of like the industry. I mean, the community, I mean, as many of you know, is just very like, if you know, you know, you know, and it's like, um, just recently I found out my boss where I work, he, um, he used to like, he lifted in the early two thousands back when, like DMAA was pretty common in pure cows and ephedrine was in protein powders and shit. Like, and he was benching like serious weight. And I'm like, damn, I would never have guessed that. Um, 
but it's like if you know you know it's there's a certain kind of atmosphere around it and the same kind of people are kind of pulled towards it um you know you typically get more extroverted people going to you know these bigger and better gyms and um especially those who are kind of chatting around i mean whenever i'm in the gym i'm not really conversating much um i've also been going to the same gym for two just about two years now next month will be two years so um i've seen most of the people there and probably talked to a lot of them but um it's for me, I mean, I'm not, I'm kind of zoned out and tuned into my own thing and, you know, not really talking, but, um, you typically see people who are having a lot of conversations who are kind of expanding out. And I mean, um, you're going to end up getting people like the people, the guy who owns the golds also owns other businesses too. So it's, you're going to get, you know, you surround yourself with those types of people. You're going to get to that level. I mean, I haven't surrounded myself with that type of person. Um, I don't really know, anyone along those lines and um you know money isn't everything to me so you know obviously that's not the avenue i want to take i want to take the avenue of being able to live off bodybuilding one day that's why i surround myself with the bigger dudes in the gym and who are lean and competing and all of that but um yeah it's a good point i mean there could there's absolutely networking opportunities especially at like those car show events i mean um, I went to this, I didn't even go to it, but I saw this pop-up car show a few months ago, not a few months, maybe a couple months ago, maybe one or two. And it was in Ballantyne down north, south of Charlotte and random and just pulled up. And all of a sudden I was talking to, um, the guy who manages a team that, um, races internationally in the Lamborghini Trofeo league. Like, it's like, you don't know who you're going to end up talking to if you just go up to someone and like for the golds I go to, um, the manager got to go to a um, IMSA uh, race. I think it was at Virginia Raceway. He was going to a GT3. I think it was a GT3 race um, because um, a couple of the engineers lived at the golds. So because he networked with them, he got to get like behind he got to get into the paddock and he got to go around the car and see the driver and say hi to people and get to see what's going on. So like he got to experience that because he networked with the people who happen to be going to the gym that he manages. So you never know who you're going to meet at these gyms. Uh, you know, you would never guess that this person is, you know, traveling the country every couple of weeks to write to, for this car that he engineered to this degree that, it's racing on a track professionally. So it's pretty wild. I mean, there's definitely a lot of opportunity there. I mean, um, even surrounding yourself with like, um, I was trying, when I lived in Massachusetts, I was trying to surround myself with the crew that like ran the, the cafe. I was trying to branch into that, but I wasn't at the degree that I should have been as far as like physically goes. And I feel like that kind of hindered me. I needed more time in the gym and more experience. But like now, if I were to go back, like I definitely would be chatting more with those types of people to surround myself with because I do eventually want to own like a clothing company of some sort and having that type of guidance, you know, goes a long way and you're going to, you never know who you're going to meet in these gyms. But if you go to a place that there's not going to be much social interactions, you're not going to get that type of experience like you're saying. So um, you never know who you're going to meet and you need to, I think just branch out. And even if you just go for a day pass, I mean, you'd be surprised with the types of people you see. And I mean, fitness factory is the gym that a lot of these pro bodybuilders go to and they do come to Charlotte. 
And it's wild to see like these pro, like the golds and fitness factory. Every time I go, there's at least one pro lifting, you know? So it's like, it's pretty wild to see stuff like that because I'm not used to that. Fanarchy had one pro and he only went there sporadically, but going to where I go now, it's common for me to see a pro, which is really exciting. So, um, you know, branch out and experience life in different ways and you'll be, you'll be surprised how far you can take it. And I know you said surrounding yourself <clears throat> in the friend group to with better people. I'm mm -hmm. not at all taking the better person uh, list, but I'm taking the confident friend. And our night at Top Golf is the only <laughs> justification I need for that. It was a 64 <laughs> degree day. <laughs> it was a 64 degree day. <laughs> um, to actually expand, now that I think about it, the reason I'm working with my coach now is because I went to the Gold Gym I go to. I asked the manager there, I said, Hey, do you know anybody who coaches, you know, prospective bodybuilders and who wants to get to that degree, you know, hypertrophy coaches who also write meal plans and all that. They, they told me to go to Tom and Tom, he was at the degree then and still is now where he has to consult, like not really consult, but like have a, I guess have a consultation to see if he wants to take you on as a client. And now he's like, for the past couple of years, he's been fully booked with clients, which is cool because you have to kind of wait for him to be like, all right, yeah, I'm accepting more people now. And then he has to pick you too. So it wasn't like, oh, I want to work with him and he'll just take me on. So that was cool. Um, if it wasn't for me going to this Golds, I have no idea where the hell I'd be. Like, I've always wondered that. Like, if I never went to that this Golds and went for like a month before asking and started, or no, it wasn't even a month. Actually, no, I went there for a day pass. And I asked, I wasn't even a member there yet. I asked where the day passed because I started December, 2020 and I went in a day pass in October and asked and September, it was September when they opened and I asked, and then I started with my coach, October 10th was my first weigh in. So, um, October 10th, 2020 was my first weigh in with my coach just over two years now with him. And I would have never started working with him if, if it wasn't for going to that golds, which is pretty wild to think about. Yeah. I mean, just to think about where your life could have been. And mm -hmm. that's, that's the opportunity as the listener that you might be missing out on if you stay at Planet Fitness. Mm -hmm. Exactly. <laughs> I, I feel like if, you know, you get paid from ads, do we have to pay from anti ads? Because <laughs> we've been trashing on Planet so much, but <laughs> yeah, can we get paid to trash on a company? That'd be funny. We're, we're, basically getting paid to be um jeff ross just yeah just, people. just professional <laughs> assholes just trashing I mean, on the people that go to planet fitness we're from the massachusetts area so i mean being a dick's in our nature <laughs> yeah it's just part of who we are we're mass holes through and through <laughs> hell yeah man but uh no i think this was a really fun conversation talking about the gyms um mm -hmm. this already has me thinking about so many other episodes so we have a lot more content coming for you guys Definitely. i'm back and healthy so i should be up and running for uh future episodes paul thank you uh for running things solo for the past my pleasure, couple weeks my pleasure. but uh we are gonna be rock and rolling every single week now so thank you guys for tuning in and we will see you guys next week see you guys bye guys